The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Finally, Matt and I are back together. I'm going to kill that. Okay, fair enough. Can I kill that? Yeah. Do what you want. Should I let it play it out? We could have faded it down, but I I understood. You were done. It was a hard hard hit. You were done. That was was done. I was done with it. Well, we have a couple of uh, murderers on the show today. Jim Miller... And Robbie Lawler. I think Robbie we have very, very soon. Um, I'm, I'm wondering, because the fight is this Saturday in the Prudential Center in Newark. Yeah. It's Lawler-Covington, uh, which, geez, that would have, if I was in town, I would go to that fight in a second. Um, yeah. I, I, it's an incredible fight. And the whole card is actually uh, 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 pretty good. Uh, we also have Jim Miller, who's the co-main, fighting Clay Guida. Uh, wow, that's like a... I don't want to see a Legends fight because they're too young. Yep. They're called Legends, you know, but... That's an old school scrap right there, buddy. They're both you know? guys. You know what though? Legends is almost fair by the you know uh, Jim Miller's thirty uh, and thirteen. Clay is thirty five and eighteen, so fifty three fights for Clay, uh, forty three. I mean, they have a, what is it? Uh, it's ninety six fights between them. I think Legends is a fair. Feel this cup. Um, it's it, Matt's wearing it. It's like a jock. No, no. It's oh, not oh, okay. It's my espresso cup. It's warm. I mean, cold. I feel like. Do I feel like doing with this fucking thing? First of all, I feel like a prick by by being like a prima donna because my oh, this is like really like like not a big problem for most people. Sure. When I come into this beautiful studio, my there's espresso, no diet coke. There was no. I don't want to be that guy. Was that sitting there the whole no, time? No, no, no. I had to ask for that espresso. But this espresso was sitting here when I got here. And at first, I'm like, that's ice so cold. nice. Ice cold. That's so nice. Ice fucking. See this thing? Yep. I'm not yeah. going to throw it. because No, a, why would you? Why, why, I'm not Plus, it's frozen. It would just hit the floor and it shatter. Would, it would break something. Yep. Guys, um, I guess it's the thought that counts. How about this? I don't know. Let me, I'll say it for Not you. much thought into it. UFC it's Hall of Famer wants what? two things. He's very, very temperature-oriented. He would prefer a cold Diet Coke and yes. a hot espresso. Yeah. Those are fair a, things. You know what's funny? No, it's not funny at all, actually. It's not, it's hard, it's not hysterical or anything. But I, I enjoy Pepsi more than um, Coke. I, I would what literally, think I, I think, I'll be honest, um, are they a sponsor? 
Nobody's Are a you sponsor. sure? No, they're not fucking sponsors. Okay, I would say that I would it, it, a diet <laughs> Pepsi. I, I would it, it tastes like uh, piss with St. Joseph's aspirin it? in it. Why would you say that? Because I don't like it. I think diet. I I prefer Pepsi. That's fair. If there was a Coke challenge right here, you I would take diet Pepsi over diet Coke. I would. Under no circumstances. Uh, I would. If I'm in a place, I'm like, I'm like, a Diet Coke, please. And like, we have Pepsi. And I'm like, could you vomit in a cup and I'll drink it? Are you serious? I hate Diet Pepsi. What about Jolt Cola? <laughs> no, I don't like that. <laughs> I yes, I kid. do. Me, you, and some other 50 other older gentlemen, yeah. Yeah, this fucking thing. It was twice the caffeine, twice the sugar. That's right. Do they still sell it or no? I fucking uh, You know what? They don't probably because of Monster and Red Bull. And they have all these <coughs> high energy caffeinated drinks. You just don't need it anymore. Speaking of high energy, I don't know, there's no segue there. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, I've been, well, we're going to talk to Robbie in a couple minutes. Yes. But uh, I've been all over the place, buddy. I, you had a great show with Phoenix the other day. I did, and so did you. I mean, she's yes. uh, she's a good co-host, and she's very smart. She's good on the interviews. She knows what she's talking about. You know, yeah. she's and, and I like talking to her. More important than all that stuff, she likes the geeky shit that I like. She does. So, I mean, I know this stuff's cool, but and that's important because, you know, we have to mix martial arts, but I like to geek out with her. But uh, yeah, she's good. She's really good. Yeah, but, um, she is. So, dude, I went to uh, Dana's surprise birthday party. How was that? Man. It was good, man. It was actually really. There a lot really, of people there. Uh, it wasn't too crazy, you know. I don't know, maybe a hundred people. I, I'm, I, I don't want to guess wrong, but it wasn't a, a crazy amount of people there. You know, it was good, like family and sure. friends and stuff. You know, myself, Dean Thomas. Yeah. You know, my wife. It was a good little getaway for me, and my wife. And how was? Uh, I, I saw some of Dana's. Oh, we got Robbie Lawler. Well, he's calling him. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> oh, not, sorry. You see? He points at the phone to tell him. Yeah. How was uh, the, the entertainment? He had two great singers there. Dude, unbelievable, man. It started with, uh, like, during dinner, it was uh, with, with it was like three different rooms. Started with, like, a little, oh, hold on, we got Robbie now. We'll, we'll get back. We'll keep everybody in suspense. Yes, because I want to hear about it. I really do, actually. Yeah. Uh, hey, Robbie, how you doing? Pretty good. How you doing? Good. You're talking to Matt Sarah and Jim Norton on Unfiltered. What's up, Robbie? Good. What's up, guys? We're good, man. Uh, where are you now? Have you hit the uh, East Coast yet? Yeah, I'm in uh, Newark right now. Oh, you're over. You're across the river. Okay. Um, yep. You fight against Covington. You know, it's funny because Colby had won the uh, interim belt, and then I guess he had surgery and couldn't fight Tyron, and then Kamara got the Tyron fight. Uh, and you're his first fight, I think, since uh, he won that belt against uh, RDA. Are you surprised that he hasn't fought since then? No, because I don't really pay attention to anybody in timelines of other people's careers. Okay. Hey, Robbie, I I got you as a guy that probably... Do you even watch the fights when you're not competing or no? Uh, usually I only watch uh, if I know a couple guys uh, fighting in the card or... I don't know. But I, I watch them here and there. There's so many, I don't watch them all, though. Do you think it's because um, you've been involved so... I mean, Robbie, I remember when you first came on the scene, you know? It's so crazy. <laughs> and so you were such a young... It was so crazy. You were, like, you were really a kid. How old were you when you first got in into the UFC? Uh, I think I had just turned 20. It's so... I think it was yeah, go April or May of 2002. I don't know if you remember this, Robbie, but I remember you were... You were it's so funny because you were coming up to not. I was one of the guys, but you were having us sign something for your dentist or something. Do you, remember, dude? It was ages ago. Do you remember this? You're like, oh, what, what did the, I have to do? You had, you had myself, and I, it was other. It was other, the, other some other old school guys or whatever. And you having us sign something for your dentist, like a poster. <laughs> I swear to God, oh, I, it just came to me. I don't know why it just came to me now because I'm I shot. Wonder if it was for my chiropractor. That's what it was. Yeah, you know, why did I say fucking dentist? <laughs> I don't know why. Robbie, like, 
Dude, I don't go there to the dentist much. I don't know. But yeah, it was probably your <laughs> chiropractor. That's so funny, yep. buddy. Uh, dude, you know what, though? That was fucking 20 years ago. And, but, yeah, no shit. And you're still killing it. a long it. road. So I was thinking maybe like you don't want to watch as much now because you've been uh, not burnt out with it, but, but you've been involved with it for so long. What what keeps the, the, the desire there still, buddy, to compete? Um, yeah, just I enjoy competing. It's something I've done my whole life, but I also enjoy working out. I, I enjoy working on my craft, getting stronger, and, and fine-tuning stuff. And uh, it's just fighting something I've always done my whole life, and I enjoy it. I love it. My body feels good. My mind's great. So it's just uh, all everything's clicking. I'm just in there just, just like one of the young guys trying to get better and sharpen my skills. And Dana has said that if Colby wins, he gets the title shot. But I think you're ranked number 11, so you're definitely not far out of it. And if you do win this fight, do you think that maybe you have one more uh, top 10 or a top uh, 5 fight before you can get another shot? I have no idea. I don't really play those games. That's for, like, Dana White and the media to kind of, this guy's ranked this, this guy's here, this guy deserves that. I don't really play those games because you can play those games forever and there's lots of different scenarios. So I don't focus on that shit. So, well, does, so does a, is a title shot anything you think of now or you're, you're not concerned with it at all? No, I'm focused on Colby and that's it. And then I'm going to get home and spend some time with my family or get back in the gym. But really, I just focus one fight at a time and that's it. How frustrating is it? Because you looked so good against Ben Askren. I mean, you were absolutely uh, dominating that fight, and he barely survived the round. Uh, how frustrating is, is the outcome of that when that happens? And how do you finally just kind of let that go? And, and what's your process when that happens? Yeah, at first it was frustrating. Uh, stuff happens. But uh, you take everything and, and you learn from it. Uh, how can I get better? How can I not put myself in a situation where where that happens again and and just get back to work? And those are the things that I can control. So that's that's what I focus on. How can I turn this thing into a blessing? And that's basically by learning and get better. So that's what I've always done. And you don't have time to feel sorry for yourself. Lick your wounds. You just freaking get back at it and get to work. When you guys were when you were with the American Top Team, did you guys work a lot together or or no? Uh, everyone kind of worked together. He was in my weight class. I mean, we worked out here and there. Yeah. Do you feel like so you so you so you know the guy? Do you feel like what he does is a shtick or because um, I know he's trying to get you into some smack talk and you're not you're not going back at him. It's not your style anyway, and why do it? But like, is that it really him or is he just trying to? Uh, is he really an ass? Is what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, man, uh, everyone's doing their own thing and, and putting whatever they want out there. I just focus on myself. And Such a nice guy. <laughs> plain and simple. Like, how can I get better? How can I do the right things? How can I sharpen my skills and, and, and continue to grow? And that's it. I don't really care what everyone else is doing. Jimmy, he's such a nice guy, but such a savage in that yeah, cage. Yeah, that nice guy, really, you don't see that in the cage at all. This is what I, Robbie, this is what I'm thinking. It's almost like my, my <laughs> if this is what I'm thinking, Robbie. Like, I think you're such a nice dude. I think this is you all the time with everything. And maybe the wife yells at you, put out the garbage. You're not even saying nothing back. And you hold it all in 
until they fucking they lock you in that cage, Robbie. And then <laughs> it's like my wife, like behind the wheel, like she's cool. Always smiling, always nice, and tell maybe vents to me about somebody, she, you know, whatever. Always nice. Then you gotta be on the wheel. Holy fuck! I tell her, Robbie. Sometimes I go, hey, you might, you know, somebody you know might cut you off like a nice neighbor or something, and they'll see a different <laughs> side of you. I don't, know, I don't know where I'm getting at with that, but I'm trying to say, Robbie, <laughs> that you're such a nice dude. It's amazing. If somebody saw you fight, and like, uh, and then there's like, if your wife, if, if your your in laws, if they're like, I'm gonna bring this 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 nice boy home to meet you, uh, and uh, and they just saw the fights and they didn't get to talk to you yet. That might be a, that might be a hard first meeting. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, be a hard sell. Like, yeah, maybe we could uh, meet out in public somewhere where there's lots of people around. Does the uh, like with him talking smack, even though you don't focus, does it irritate you on any? I mean, you seem like a really difficult guy to play head games with, and a really difficult guy because uh, some guys it affects a lot. And it, you know, again, we we've talked about Aldo against Connor, where it just mm. it overly motivated him, and he got so angry he made a mistake. I think it's hard to get under Robbie Lawler. Yeah, I skin. think so too. Does it, does it affect you in any way, shape, or form? It doesn't, because it's it's not a reflection of me. It's a reflection of what he's doing. So uh, I just focus on me, and you can't control what other people are saying, what other people are doing. So it doesn't get under my skin. It's just I don't really pay attention to it. Um, yeah, you just kind of uh, you just you just kind of ignore it, and you look at these things. You do look at these things, like you said, uh, as a blessing. Um, and you said, I believe your your torn ACL and, and the meniscus after the uh, Dos Anjos fight was a blessing. And and how did how did you? What why did you say that? What made you feel that way? Well, there's basically two mindsets you can have. You can either make it a blessing or freaking feel bad for yourself. And I have the choice. Everyone has a choice to to make the best out of a situation. That's what I do, and that's what I always will do, is how can I turn this into a positive and, and get better? So that's what I focus on. Have you always it's been that way? For me. Sorry, Rob. Have you always been that way, or did something happen that kind of changed your perspective? No, it's just years and years of kind of doing this and, and not feeling bad for myself and not being around people who feel bad for me and uh, just trying to dig deep and, and better myself after bad or losses or this or that it's like what can you do you can whine about it like or you could freaking get back out there get better and work on the aspects of your skills or your life that you need to work on it i'm not a whiner i just go out there and, and do my best and get back on the horse jimmy this is a hero yeah. versus a villain fight jimmy it really is like a f- Effing comic book. Yeah. I, I want to clean up my language because Robbie's so <laughs> Robbie's, Robbie's nice so guy. such a nice guy. I feel horrible cursing you, Robbie. Robbie can handle the profanity. <laughs> I tell you, this is the good guy versus the bad guy, and uh, I'm with you, Robbie Lola. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it, uh, Robbie. We got a couple of questions from Twitter, and one of them is this: uh, uh, the the slow forward eight wants to know. How will you deal with the pressure of becoming everyone's favorite fighter when you beat Colby? Um, I don't really pay much attention to that kind of stuff. Just as long as my son's excited and and that's that's uh, it, really. How old is your son? Yeah. He's nine. Now, does he train? Is this something you tell him that he should train a little bit to, to learn to take care of himself? Does he want to because he watches you? Uh. No, next year I think he's going to at least once a week do some sort of uh, 
martial arts once a week, but really he plays tennis, he plays basketball, he's soccer, and he, oh. and he works out. But he definitely needs to uh, learn how to defend himself. I think that's a life skill. I think you, I think every kid should learn how to defend himself and and uh, create a little bit of discipline. Not that he's not creating discipline in in those other sports he's playing, but it's just a little different. Now, as a fighter, do you? When you look at your son, do, is it is he is it? Do you hope that he takes to fighting a little bit? Would you like him to follow in your footsteps, or would you much prefer he play tennis or basketball? No, everyone's got to choose their own path. Like people always put expectations on their kids. If you want your kid to be great, let him choose to be great. Let him pick out what he wants to do, and th- that stuff comes from within. If if you love what you're doing, then there's a pretty good chance you're going to be good. Yeah, and you're going to pursue it and, and do it all. Uh, everything yeah, but, is necessary. but it has to be your choice. It can't be your parents' choice. It can't be this person's choice. It has to be your choice. Well, when you when you were a kid, now was was fighting something you thought of, or was it something that you kind of came to realize you were good at? <laughs> no, I asked my dad like as long as I can remember. Hey, I want to get into fighting. Let me get into boxing. Let me get into taekwondo. Let me get into karate. So then he let me get into it. He wouldn't let me get into boxing, but I had my heavy bag worked on it, and I just watched fights and kicked the bag, hit the bag, and did martial arts and fought here and there and just continued to work on my craft as long as I can remember. And how old were you when you um, got uh, met up with uh, Pat Militich? The first time I met those guys, I was 16. I was a sophomore in high school, and they had brought like five or six fighters into the wrestling room uh, to work out with us in high school because Pat went to my high school, and I was like, hold on a second. This is kickboxing, boxing, and wrestling kind of all rolled into one. This is what I've been doing my whole life. So that's when I made my choice that when I graduated from high school, I was going to go right into fighting. I mean, you know, it's funny, we've talked to a lot of guys, especially guys who have been fighting as long as you have and, and have the, the length of history. And a lot of times guys are like, I just, the, the training starts to get to me. It's just harder to motivate myself. You still actively enjoy doing it. It's not just a necessity. You like it? Yeah, I mean, I have two heavy bags and a double-end bag put up in my garage that I, had, I just put up within the past three months. So obviously, um, <laughs> continuing to do stuff, continuing to work out my skills, it's just what I do. What's the last vacation you went on? I go on vacations here and there. Where did I go? I probably went to Disney with my wife and son, and then we went to WrestleMania here, actually, ah. in April. Do you go on rides? <clears throat> uh, I don't like to, but if my son wants to go on one, I'll get on. Now, I'll I, go on them, th- but I hate I'd rather them. not. Do they scare you or make you nauseous? No, I used to get on them when I was young, but I think it was like, all right, I guess this is what tough guys do. You freaking do this. Now that I'm old, I'm like, I know I'm tough. I don't really, yeah. I don't really like these rides. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I feel I'm tough too. Sometimes it hurts my belly though. I don't want to sound like a sissy when I say my belly hurts. Yeah. <laughs> just say, don't say tummy. Just don't say tummy. Yeah. All right, so you're able to relax and enjoy yourself too when you're not fighting. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, uh, but I make sure I plan these trips around workouts. So, like, I'll work out in the morning and drive up to Disney or whatever. Don't, I don't try to, I try not to miss too many workouts. 
Well, look, man, I, I don't think there's anybody who's a, any type of MMA fan who doesn't like you. Yes. Uh, e- every fight you have is, is, is fun to watch as a fan. Uh, you're always uh, in the fight, and, you, and you're one of the toughest guys to ever, ever get in the cage. So good luck uh, this Saturday against Colby Covington. Um, here in the Prudential Center. I don't even know if tickets are available. If they are and you're in the area, you're crazy to miss this fight. Uh, good talking to you, Bobby. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Robbie. Take good care, man. Best of luck, brother. Yep. Take it easy. Yeah, he is just a tough dude. Nah, he's he's never a not guy. in a fight. He's such a likable guy. Um... I've been around. So, Jimmy, I let's get into uh, what we've been doing. Yes. Well, I want to know what the uh, oh the, su- the surprise the entertainment. Party? Yes. Oh man. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so the one room after the one room where you're having some drinks and they got some like gambling stuff there, whatever. You go into the next room, and the next room opens up, and then it's uh, like a dinner. You know. It's what did Dana delicious. think it was that he was going to? I don't even know, man. But it was uh, it was great. It was great. It was really. Like, I was happy to uh, have a little getaway with my wife, you know, because she's always with my kids. And, sure. You know, she's like a superwoman and stuff, so I need to I need to give her a break. So, it's good. We went down on the Thursday, and we came back on Monday, uh, but it was... So, yeah, so then the... Uh, it's funny. So, we, it was... Da- it was... Um, you know, I was sat next to... Um, it was us at the table with... Uh, uh, some couples I know. It's Elliot and this other guy, Brian, who's the security guy, and good people. Sure. And then it was... Um, uh, next to me was uh, Anthony Kiedis from Oh the Children. What a nice yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, he is a nice very, guy. Very nice guy. Yes, you know we were talking about his son, my kids, and stuff. And then uh, so Don Henley was there. Yes, uh, from uh, the Hotel California. From, from the Eagles, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling for the younger people, the Hotel sure. California, because I'm sure they heard that. How uh, now? How much? Uh, how much? Uh, he sang during di- like during dinner and stuff, and that was awesome. He was great, right? And then like these acrobats come in and they're doing some shit, and then they do like a conga line, and the other wall opens up. And I'm, I'm like, I might not even be doing it justice. It was really amazing. So then the other thing, the, the, the other room opens up. We go into this big party room. And then, uh, and now this was the, this was amazing for my, especially for, I mean, I always bring it back to my wife. I'm sure. Really, because the night before, you know, we went to check with the hotel about seeing some shows and whatever. I don't want to do shit, to be honest with you. Sure. But what the fuck? She went with me to the dispensary. I got to go with her to something. Sure, of course. So listen, so... She, she wanted to go to Gwen Stefani, so and and, and I like you know I can, like that's nice, but you know, it, yeah. you know it, it, I'm like oh that'd be great for you and you know Angie my kid or something. She's like oh you don't want to go, so I'm like no I'll go you know, go high as balls and I'll go. Yeah. Fuck, I have to take one for the sure. team you know. I, got, I love my wife. So then they they didn't have it on a Saturday. She's only did Friday. So I'm like oh fucking thank God. Well I mean not and she's awesome, but you know I'm like you don't want to go, listen, man. I don't want to do anything. I just want to play my video games and hang out with you. I'm fucking pathetic. Yeah, no, I know anyway, what you're saying, yeah. Do some jujitsu. I'm really not that... I'm pretty boring. Yeah, no, I know. You want to just relax. <sighs> oh, oh, my God. I saw Hellboy when I was there in the room. I rented it. I'm going to talk about that later. Okay, about. sure. Oh, Jimmy. I like that movie, Jimmy. It got horrible reviews. People hated it. They did. It got fucking universally Panned. shit on. Panned. Panned? Panned is what they... Uh, I enjoyed you the loved it. Oh my goodness! What's the fuck's the problem? I'm gonna get back to that okay, later. We'll do a Matthews movie minute. Ma- uh, what? We're change the name of it. Why are we changing it to Matthew? I just think that's more official. The only buddy you call me Matthew is my dead mother. All right, then we won't call you Matthew. We'll call you how about uh, Maddie? <laughs> I love you, Jimmy. Listen. <laughs> so anyway, so the room opens up, and then all of a sudden we start. We see some dances out there. And that was kind of a giveaway because she has a dances that you recognize, like her background dances. You know, well, I wouldn't. 
Well, you wouldn't. I wouldn't recognize my her if she did. walked in. But all of a sudden, you, Gwen Stefani? Uh, Man, I ain't no back, girl. If you told me that's Gwen no Stefani, I'd be like, okay, Dude, cool. I recognize Don Henley. Shit's bananas. Is it? Uh, I'd spell it, but I'm afraid I'll fuck it up. I know. B A N A N A S. I know. Oh, I'm more of a pink fan. Oh, fuck. I'm lightheaded, Jimmy. Just talk for a second. Okay. Don Henley, did he do Hotel California? Yes, he did. I would hope so. Oh, it was great. Did he close with it? Or Boys of Summer did no, he no, close no. with it? Yeah, he did that. The Boys of Good Summer. Su- and it was great. He's you know, he's great. up there talking. He's 72 years old. Is he? Crazy. Did man. you talk to him or no? No. Don't hit the keys. Now, Don Henley is fucking, big fucking awesome. I'm a fucking fancy pants. What did he do? A half hour? Hour? I don't know. Why you got to throw the tough questions? Did he do life in the fast lane? Did you stop, Jimmy? Life in the fast lane. Yes, he did. He of course did. he did. Move but listen, it was, a, it was a great time. So we went in the next room, Jimmy. They, we followed the uh, the acrobats. Despacito. <coughs> no wait, that's not it. Desperado. Des- Despacito I, I, is the new one. It's the new one that my wife and kids play, and I want to fucking every time they play it. You know what I want to do? I just want to dance. I go, I go listen. I go, honey, could you open the door, please? I'm gonna put my head in it. Could you fucking slam it? I love Desperito makes me want to fucking do it. Despacito, it makes me wanna... Desperito, you just combine both songs. <laughs> fucking, I hate it. I fucking hate it. Do you hate the? Uh... Yes, man. Oh come on, I'm, I'm moving in my seat. Fuck. You don't like? I, I don't like the Justin Bieber version, but I like the original. If you don't like Daddy Yankee, I don't know what to say to you. So then, anyway, we were in the next room. Okay. We follow the acrobat, acrobats. Sure. And not dances. They were dances. So, but they were doing like jumps and stuff. So we followed them. And, uh, man, so then all of a sudden you hear a little, like, of the background music of something, one of her songs, you know, like, I'm just a girl or some shit. That, was, that wasn't the one, but it was one. So my wife just lit up. She's like, oh, my God, the quad, no. Now, you should have said, all right, honey, time to go. And I went back to the hotel go, oh, and played t- video games. I'm, t- I'm tuckered out. <laughs> I didn't bring, I can't bring my virtuality, virtual reality with me, Jimmy. Get no. with the times, man. It's not a fucking Game Boy. Sorry, Jimmy. But listen to me, Jimmy. It was so awesome. My wife was so happy. And that makes me happy. Of course it makes me happy, you know? Because I'm happy when, oh, but you know what doesn't make me happy? When we touched down in Vegas and I found out another one of my friends died. I mean, Jimmy, we touched down in Vegas. And we talk about when it rains, it pours. Sure. So we touched down and I get a thing where my buddy Joe Zepp, a black belt of mine, I know him for fucking, I don't know, 15, 16 years. Great guy. I mean, we used to go to Dave and Busters with him and his kids and me and mine, dude. So I had to go to that wake last night. So I touched down. I found out the guy died Wait, of like a heart attack. Ex- oh, heart attack. Something okay. like that. Yeah. yeah, I'm not something health wise. But you know, he had a divorce and he's got a new girlfriend. And how old it was he? just uh, how old was he? He's my age, man. He's like 44, 45. He's not a really old dude. You know, maybe a little younger. You know, great, great fucking guy. So I went to that wake last night. I'm hugging his kids and shit. His kids are so beautiful. 13 and 15. Jimmy. Yeah. Bella and Gio, beautiful kids. So it was just such a whirlwind of a week. You know? Yeah, you have this great weekend. And I mean, that's kind of that, hanging over your head, though. First, yeah. When we first got there, I'm like, Jesus. I, I mean, whatever. It's like, it's so depressing. It is. So it's like, but it's just, you know, what do you do, Jimmy? But you know what? You when you gotta... hear stuff like that, I always find that it, it makes me not be so bummed out about getting old. Like, you look at, like, ah, I'm 51 or whatever. And you go, yeah, but so and so didn't make 45. Like, to complain about being 51 when you see people dying at this age, like, there's worse options than being 50 or 60. No, I know. I know. You're still going to bitch, because not you. I mean, everybody, because it's not, you know, my fucking cyst behind my knee hurts. It's normal to bitch. Sure. But it does, no, it, you do have that feeling of 
thankful to yeah. still be here, you know. But me, all I could think of is his kids, you know, and it's just like, oh, so that was brutal, you know. See, I always look at it like everyone is so lucky to still have me. Maybe that's the wrong way to look at it, but I'm like, look at all these people. What are you so do with your hair? It's fortunate. better, Jimmy. It's better that way. I cut it. Way better. Of you course it is. I, buzz, I always buzz it. You, no, you, you probably no, just, I've seen it long. I'll tell you I why. don't like it long. We see each other. I don't either. I don't either. But we see each other on a lot of times on Wednesdays. Today's Wednesday. Yes. I taped the Chip Chipperson podcast tonight. So, um, and you can't see, but Matt is smiling what? broadly. No, yeah, it's Chip Chipperson. I want you to do well. I so I'm never going to shit on that show. Thank you. It does well. You should come on the show. Well. But I wind up cutting my hair after I see you, so it's nice and short for Chip. But it's oh. always buzz. So Wednesday's the end of the week, so you see the end of the week. I had to do it last night, though. I was unshaven. I look fucking awful. Even, Jimmy, even when like I'm not shaving my face, I shave my head. I don't like that little five o'clock shadow on the head. Yeah. It starts growing in weird spots. I don't like it either. You know? I like a nice bald head. So yes, shiny. So it's really smooth. You want to touch my head? No. Jimmy. Not with my hands. Jimmy, Do we have some news to talk about? I'm happy my wife enjoyed the Gwen Stefani surprise. I'm happy too. Jimmy. Yes. That made the whole trip. You know what would have made the trip a little bit better? What? Blue Chew. Blue Chew literally makes But I was packing better. heat anyway. Do we have a Blue Chew read? Oh, my poor wife. That's the time to do it. Where's the Blue Chew read? Oh, well, oh, we don't right. have it. Oh, we have a read not for today. We'll leave this in because there, there are. I, I, we have a read we have to do for a later episode. Yeah. We'll just say for free. We love Blue Chew. Yeah. I'm we, a fan. You know what I'm more of a fan of? If we had some uh, samples and stuff. We have to do it. We, Guys, you, what's going on with nah, that? I'll tell you what. You, we want to know. The audience you have to sign know. on yourself. Oh. Because they they, they, oh, they okay. can't send you something like that uh, randomly. They have to know that it's oh, okay so to it's send it to you. it's not their fault. Yeah. You just got them out of hot water. Not really. No, it's not. No, oh, but by the way, yeah. am I going to be a dick if I kind of point? Because Maddie wasn't in the room before. That's true. When I point to my espresso. Yeah. Cold yeah. as Fuck. Yeah, an emperor penguin fell out of Matt's coffee cup. He would like a hot cup I'm of espresso. Like, oh, it's 98 it's degrees so out. It's disgusting. And then I put like three splendors in where I thought, what are you looking at, my massive care? No, your socks. Oh! This Captain America! <laughs> you like them? Can you see on the camera? I, I, I see them, yes. Do I like them is another question. Captain They're red America. with a blue Captain America face. And the answer would be fucking... no, I don't care for them. Oh shit! I'm cramping now. There you go. That's what you get. I got my Captain America socks. You want you taking and them I'm off? I'm taking them off. Good. You know why? My dogs are barking. I love Captain America, and I think that superheroes—they taught me, you know—they've taught me nothing. Taught me, but I like them. They taught me cool. morality. Did they? They did. They did. I they learned taught that me from more chess. My, they taught me more. No, that that's I'm strategy. Oh, a strategy, Jimmy. You know, but morality is like. Like good versus evil, good versus bad. I, I didn't bad learn that making the right choices. Jimmy, did anybody ever tell you that with great power, you know what I'm going to finish? You know what that? Do you know the end of the, what comes with this? With great power, you know what comes with great power? With great, Jimmy? With great power Jimmy, comes a lot of fucking hot girls. Well, that might be true. Sure, but don't say that because I'm married and that's going to depress me. No, I'm only kidding. I'm happy, but with dude, Jimmy, with great power, this is dude, come on, man, come on. One more time, try it. With great power. Phoenix knows this like the back Phoenix knows this like the back of a head. With great power um comes great things. <laughs> Jimmy, with great power, come on, man. Comes great responsibility. 
And that's how really... me think of the expression. Sorry? Is that the expression? Uh, you don't like that? That stinks. Oh, Ben. Well, I mean, I'm not no. Listen, I'm no Ben Parker. You know, Uncle Ben. He knows how to fucking. He knows how to drop me. Then he says that, and then like then Toby McGuire's like a little dick to him. He's like, ah, you're not my dad. He fucking leaves. Yeah. Then Ben shot. And that's what he dies gets. Miserably. Exactly. You know what he should have said? With a handgun comes responsibility. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ben's an ass. Poor Ben. Poor Ben. Nothing. You think he was? You think he was using uh, some blue chew on Aunt May? Back he then, had to have been. Huh? He had when, to have when, been. When, when Peter goes to uh, school, yeah, then he'd say, he's like May. Then he'd say, "Open your eyes, the spider web's coming." <laughs> he'd use all kinds of Spider-Man lingo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'm just thinking of him having sex. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> uh, all right, who do we got? Let's talk about. Let's talk about some news. And then who do we got calling in still? Well, Dan Hooker, uh, Dan, Dan Hooker, Hooker, and Ally Quinta have been talking a lot of uh, jazz. Interesting. Talk to me. Talk to me. Oh, what does Maddie got? Oh, look at oh, that. Oh, he's got more splendor. Thank you. He wants me to have extra splendor so I die of cancer. Thank you, Maddie. Appreciate that, Matt. Ooh. Everybody, we got a news. What is it? Uh, Jimmy, you're reading to yourself. We're on air. Sorry, buddy. I, uh, I am. Uh, <laughs> I, you were talking to Matt. I apologize, folks. I'm just catching up on my UFC news. <laughs> what is it, Jimmy? Enjoy. I didn't want to share. It's private. Oh, no, Jimmy, um, Nick Lentz and BJ Penn. Now, Dana said this is absolutely BJ. Wait, what happened just with Dan Hooker and Al? I jumped down a little bit. Oh, because I'm sorry. Of, we'll keep everybody in suspense. Yeah, well, Dan Hooker and Al have just been kind of going back and forth uh, on Twitter about fighting in Australia. Okay. Uh, but I want to say that BJ Penn against Lentz, this is going to be his last fight. Now, Dana said that BJ was blowing up his phone and Nick Lentz. Now, can we go to his wife's Instagram? Because it said what? that uh, BJ has been commenting on Nick uh, Lentz's wife's Instagram to oh, get his attention. No, what? Let's I don't know on, what he said. Well, let's go see. We're gonna Maybe it wasn't. Oh, I just used the. His you know what's wife, great? Yeah. The guys just brought in the thing to stir the shit with. Stir it with what? With but what? I, but I, but I stirred this. I tur I stirred my splendor with the. Oh, I took the little packets and I, I crawled. This is gonna be boring for everybody. No, it's not. It's fast. Well, I'm trying to figure out how to make a eight episode miniseries out of this. <laughs> Matt stirs his beverage. I almost spilt it. So what happened? Get <laughs> to that you... Instagram, Doogie. All right. Yeah, the, what's the, the Instagram? Bob went through the uh, fucking end game and he came back as Miss Carrie is her name. Yeah. Now, what was what was? Yeah, we haven't seen Bob and Doogie in the same room. They might be. He might be a young Bob. We don't even know if he went through a fucking yeah. time fucking heist. Yeah. All right, let's go. What do we got? Yes. Let's look at his he has hair like Al Pacino in everything right. before 1984. This is not the Instagram. No, it's not. You can't find the Instagram, kid. I got it. I can't find the comment. You can't find the comment. Well, he's commenting oh, on my wife. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Well, I mean, he better not do nothing. I hope it's not nothing with the kids on there. I mean, I doubt it was anything bad yeah, at yeah. all. It was probably oh, wait, like I, fight me or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what was he saying? All right, let him look for that. Maybe we can just Google it. What did he say? Yeah, yeah. How about that? Google. What did BJ Penn say? Uh, to his wife, yeah. To his wife, the other guy's wife. Now, was it because Nick Lance did not take kindly to that? He said, uh, they already he's going to end Penn's me. career and do oh, him wait, a we favor. Got it. We got it. We got it. Okay. Sorry. Can okay. you read that? Or you want me to? I got good eyes. Well, you know, BJ comes up on my Instagram a couple months, something talking crap. Len said on Ariel's show, uh, Ariel Hawani's MMA show on Monday. So I noticed the other day he came on talking about how he would see me soon or something. I thought it was a joke. Every couple of months he would send me direct messages threatening me, threatening my family. The guy's a whack job. He's been allowed to be this bad person his entire life because he's good at something. 
comes on my Instagram. I don't respond to him. He goes to my wife's Instagram to say, hey, tell your husband to respond to me. I mean, oh, okay. So he didn't. Is that right? Could that be right? He, he shouldn't be doing that. But is it, wait, is it a fact? Is this fact? I'm Do guessing. Well, you, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if Nick Lentz is saying it, uh, know, that he, but that's not, at least he's not attacking the wife, but, yeah, but you I, still but should yeah. leave her out of it. Yeah, no, I don't. I think families should be. And I, dude, there's no need to. Do I that. love BJ Penn. I really do. Yeah, I see him. I hug him. I love him. I fought him ages ago. But family should obviously always be left out. No yeah, the guy's what. wife is not involved. Yeah. You know, it's not like, uh, you I know, know. So, uh, somebody's Wait, wife on. was in the business. Was, did he give that? Let's find out when that text went. Was it the same night that he was in a strip club by any chance? That fight, yeah. <laughs> he might have had a rough night. Took that it could have been just down. one night he had a rough night with. Yeah. Because he had that, and then he was uh, smacking around some bouncer. Well, you know, the bouncer kind of held his own. BJ no. had him on the ground, but BJ wasn't. I mean, maybe yeah, BJ, I, BJ wasn't hitting him. And BJ seemed like he might have had. And he had flip flops on. He was drunk. And it didn't, dude. I I lose, I lose a flip flop going up the fucking stairs. That guy's mouth. He's got neon belly. Yeah. On a on a on a on a something. I don't know how big that Samoan was. Whatever he was, but he was on top of him. And the fucking, you know. BJ probably could have done more damage. Yeah, he wasn't even hitting him. He was just kind of controlling him. He wasn't beating him up. <laughs> I like when they were trying to break it up. He's like, ah, let me kill him. It's like, why, why? Uh, wasn't the BJ? guy? Wasn't the guy kicking BJ and BJ didn't yeah, even budge. his friend. Hit a couple, t- jabbed BJ a couple of times with some sucker shots, and then BJ's friend made, made sure he said not to make sure he uh, stopped that shit. He's like, "Don't do that," you know. But uh, BJ didn't even flinch. He, <laughs> like, it literally looked like a child ran over and swatted him with nah, his beach hat. Nothing. It was yeah. nothing. But uh, you know, hey man, you don't even know what I don't know what people are going through, man. I I, just, I think BJ's I, I, my guess not knowing him is that it's hard at the end of the career for some guys like you know Jimmy, you see this life that you've led it's it's a very difficult Jimmy, thing I'm sure Jimmy one day if they said all right now you're just done doing comedy there's would be a fucking it. cheer I would be <laughs> bummed and yet you would hear this random cheer in the background that's fucking first of all that's not true a lot of people like your work let me sit these presents make sure they didn't fuck enjoy it, up it. that's good. Now, if they told me I couldn't do comedy I don't do think it ever comes anymore, out like yeah, really brother. hot. I think no. it comes out kind of like... It does. <laughs> couple is refrigerated. Don't shit on them, Jimmy. What time is Jim Miller? And Jim Miller's... Couple when? minutes. Couple minutes? Five minutes till Jim Miller. That's no problem. Well, try a little early. Unless what were you saying now about... Just about that and... Uh, Iaquinta versus... Well, Iaquinta, he was trained with the Bagel Boss... Uh, at the Long Weidman MMA, and yes, uh, yes. I, I don't know if Al is fighting him or not, or if if uh, Chris. I heard Chris is fighting my friend Shuli, and I like I like Chris Morgan, the Bagel Boss. I, I actually like him. Oh, wait, wait, what's going on? You know the Bagel Boss, right? Yeah, the Bagel Boss guy. But this ain't. You, you, I Quint was training him. Yes, and who's he? He's fighting somebody. Yeah, a guy named Shuli, who who's from the Shuley? Howard Stern. He's a comedian. He's a really funny dude. Is but 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 is the, how how big is that guy? How big is the Shuli? Not guy? a big guy. It'll be like a little fun local celebrity fly, fight, you know. <laughs> But I told Chris he should change. The angry Biggie Boss guy traded me. I'll tell you, you know who's not, I don't think it's crazy about it is Longo. Longo's like, I had to get the fuck out of there. Why? (laughs) He he just doesn't, I don't. Was he afraid I was going to get hurt? Nah, I I don't know. I mean, listen, everybody does their own thing. Yeah. But, uh, hey man, if Al likes the guy, Al likes the guy. Yeah, why not? Everybody's their own man, you know? Just don't bring him to Sarah BJJ raging Al. (laughs) Keep him over at law. I, I told I told Chris I to go there. This little motherfucker. I told him to go there. Is he a nice guy? He doesn't seem like a nice guy. He, he seemed like yeah, a little he, shit. Yeah, he'd be very respectful. Is, well, he, well, of course, he'll, I'll punt him across the fucking hips of the turnpike. But I mean, he'd be nicer. What the fuck are you talking about? He'd be nicer than you think. He'd be like, 
He's an angry, no. reactive guy, but you're not a bully, and he he reacts a certain way to bullies because he's a little dude. But was he getting bullied that day? Did you find he, out? It's, it's, it's a lifetime, and I'm not saying he was right. Yeah. He admits that he was shitty, and he had anger problems, but again, he's like five foot, and you know, guys just say stuff to you. They don't take you seriously, and it's just all this pent-up anger at not getting the girl. I'm not saying he's right, but I mean, I guess I know where it comes from. Yeah. And talking to him one-on-one, he was more of a fun guy than I thought he would be. Like, he's a regular guy. I liked well, him. That's funny, man. One of my brown belts, he brought up to me that like he knew the guy from the neighborhood. He used to throw a lot of parties, Like even though he was younger. He was older, I'm saying, but he used to have a lot of parties, people at his house. He met his wife at that dude's house, my buddy Joey Smiles. Yeah, teaches the kids class. Who's this? My buddy Joey. He's, uh, he's one of my, um, my brown belts. You know, and his last name's not coming to me because everybody's got a nickname at my fucking place. He's Joey Smiles, and he, you know, but um, uh, you know, he he fuck he met his wife at that dude's house party. Ain't that weird? Ain't that a small yeah, world? Yes, yes. Well, it's just a little story for him. Do you think that now? Do you think now? Uh, I, I think Johnny Walker was called out by Corny Anderson. Who? Um, well, I'm just using John Jones's nickname for him, Corny Anderson. He called <laughs> Corey Anderson. <laughs> Wait, are we done with the whole Alan Quinta thing? Do we go? Oh, we yeah. talked about with, with him and Dan Hooker. Okay? Yeah, I yeah. don't fuck about him with the bagel. They're just guy. going back and forth. What? Him, him and Dan Hooker just going back and forth. Him and Dan Hooker would be an amazing, incredible fight. fight. That's an amazing fight. Yes, it is. I don't care about the other guy versus the fucking stern show guy. Well, you never know. That could be a big fight. Colmain no. in Australia. You know what? Sure. Let's put another guy in the mix. Okay, another guy in the mix for who? You, Jimmy. Me. Your time to shine. Okay. You, first of all, you're bigger than him, but you'll fuck that guy up. I don't know about the that. Bigger boss guy. If I trained you, yeah. You know the money this would make. Jimmy! I'm bigger than him. You're bigger than It'd this. Be first of all, you're bigger than this. I wouldn't do it. I'm an, I'm an asshole for you bring that up. I train you, Jimmy. I know. I'd like you that. Strangle. All right, let's talk off air. But listen, all right. are you having him on Chip Chipperson? He's already done Chip. He's done Chip already? Him and Chip were soulmates. How'd that go? fucking great they got along famously he's probably thinking chips he's just getting along with him great they had a great time with chip i can see that jimmy everyone has fun with chip mm. you'd have a ball with chip mm. you will when you come on I just, yeah okay people you know what i will do i will go on your other show though jim and sam yeah come on i want to come on but is there days that you have different topics no let's talk whatever we want Different topics. I lost my serious. Yes, yes. Tuesday is relationships day. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck your show goes. I, I, I lost my serious account. Why don't you get it? I should. I'll, I'll do it just for your show. You're Matt Sarah. I know, Jimmy. I know. I gotta start. I gotta start abusing my power. I don't have any power, Jimmy. I'm powerful. I, I'm gonna go to my schools today. I gotta go to my buddy hipster uh, James. He's one of my brown belts. His father died, so I gotta go to another wake tonight. Wow. It's very depressing, Jimmy. You'd be surprised how I'm such a positive guy. Well, the, I don't let the negativity bring me down. It's very easy. It could. You know what I mean, Jimmy? It drags me down. Literally, no. I'm positive, but, but if there's a mosquito of negativity, I let it bite me and I collapse. A mosquito that's of an, negativity. That's an amazing, that's an amazing like, analogy. Yeah. Right? Well, if there's a very like shitty situation and a little mosquito of positivity gives me a little... And I'm like, oh... Not like that. <laughs> That's a good way to be. I don't know what that was. That's a great but way I to get be. happy. I'm a happy guy, Jimmy. You are. I, I try to be, Jimmy. I, I, but I'm not happy when people around me aren't happy. Sure. Is that weird? No. Is that normal? Yeah. It is normal? Yeah. That's good. Well, some people don't give a fuck. 
Like you right now. No, I care. I just yawned. That's <laughs> not that I'm scared. Jimmy is looking at the clock and it's actually going in, in, in reverse. Because we got to talk to uh, Jimmy Miller. Jim Miller. I do care. Why am I always putting a, a, a fucking Y in everybody's name? Huh, Jimmy? I don't know. Does anybody call you Jimmy besides me? No. Are you serious? Um, <laughs> just you. Nobody calls you Jimmy. No. I don't think I can call you Jim. It's weird at this point. Jimmy's fine. A little Jimmy bird. Sorry. I get excited to see you, Jimmy. And, I, and it's 50 minutes into a show, and it's like I just walked in. I give you compliments like I, I tell my wife that 12 years married is like the first year. I give you similar compliments. Thank you. All right. I want to tinkle. I want to tinkle too. Can we have time for a break? Yes, or we do. We take right time. In? Let's go. Jim Miller on the phone. Hey, Jim, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, buddy. You're talking to Matt Sarah and Jim Norton here on UFC Unfiltered. What's up, Jim Miller? What's up, Matt? How you doing, buddy? Good, man. Good. Congrats on that last fight, homie. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I always, I always love man. Every first of all, you, you've been a crowd, you've been a, a fan favorite forever. What is keeping you've been, dude? You've been fighting as long as me. What's keeping the desire? <laughs> what's keeping the desire there, buddy? Because a lot of guys burn uh, out. Yeah, you know, um, honestly, like one, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah, it's just I, I, I've always loved competing. I mean, that's why, I, that's why I got into this, and it's always been about. It's, it's, it's not even about like the other guy, you know, yeah. it's the other guy brings a certain set of skills that I get to test myself against. And it's always been about testing myself and learning about myself. And, um, you know, like it, it hasn't been the easiest road, but I mean, who has an easy one? Right. So, um, you know, I've had to deal with my shit and, and, uh, I, I'm feeling like I got things figured out and it's, uh, you know, that last one, getting a fight in front of my kids, was uh, it's something that I've always wanted to do. I wanted to, I wanted to get one in front of all of them and 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 let them all kind of experience it. And uh, that was uh, it was it was just super awesome to be able to do that. And uh, you know, yeah. just just kind of check that off the off the list. Oh, that, that's something they'll they'll never forget. But but it's yeah. fu- it's funny. Like back in, in an interview in 2013, you said that you'd fight until you're like 34. You're 30, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now you're 35, so it's yeah, like yeah. it's. I mean, time flies. You're an, and obviously, with your last fight, shows you could still hang. You know what I mean? So I mean, yeah. how do you feel now that you're 35? I mean, because back then you were like, yeah, you know, I I I wasn't sure how long I wanted to do it. Like I said, I yeah. I, I wanted to kind of hang him up at 34, and and, and uh, you know, it's just a number that I picked out, and you know, I'm just going fight by fight at this moment, and uh, we'll see we'll see what what it does and how my body handles it. And, um, you know, like if I can keep feeling like I am and kind of making the strides that I am in, in my training, then, uh, then I'll, then I'll kick the can down the road for a little bit longer. And, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll still have some fun. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, I, I, there are a couple guys that are about my age. Um, you know, I'm not like the oldest uh, lightweight, but you know, getting to 35, 36, you know, I'll be 36 at the end of August is, it is getting older for a lightweight. Uh, and I do understand that. And, uh, you know, like, um, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to plan that, you know, that next move and, and, you know, 
Well, don't um, stress it out. Here. Yeah, don't, I mean, know what it is. Jim, when I was th- when I was thirty five, Jimmy over Jimmy likes to bring this up a lot, and sometimes he'll just text me and he says he watches it on Fight Pass. But when I was thirty five, I was knocking out that guy Frank Trigg, knocked his mm-hmm. knocked his effing head off, and yep. Jimmy loves that fight. He's high fiving me now. I do. I, I mention it to him a lot. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. So you, I mean, you're right there, dude. So that's 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 great. You got some life left. And listen, do you have a school with your brother or no, Dan? Do you? Yeah. Yep. What's the name of your school, and where and where is it uh, exactly? Miller Brothers MMA. It's in Sparta, New Jersey. Sparta, New Jersey. No wonder why you're a mm-hmm. fucking warrior. Yeah. You know what I mean, Jimmy? Yeah. And Jim, Jim I wanted to ask you too, because uh, you had a Lyme disease that was undiagnosed. What were your yep. What were your symptoms? Like, what were you feeling when you had it? Um, pr- pretty much like what you would think being a, a professional fighter for a decade would do. <laughs> like <laughs> joint pain. Uh, you know, my my neck has been jacked up, neck and back. Um, so like I, I was getting uh, like nerve pain, tingling, stuff like that, numbness uh, down my arms, hands, uh, legs. If I if I like sat down on something hard, um, you know, I was. I was uh, misspeaking i was saying the wrong word here and there and it's like you know i I, i've only been i've only lost consciousness like you know once once bad (laughs) and like a flash knockout you know against cerrone but uh like it's like oh well you know i get hit in the head fucking for a living you know and like we we know more about concussions now than we have and all that stuff so it's like all right well this is this is what it's like to be a fighter um and then, uh, you know, I was just talking to my doctor one day, like he's, I was explaining the symptoms that I was going through. And, um, the, the big one is kind of like the mind fog where you just kind of lose yourself sometimes. And, um, he's, he's like, yeah, he's like, I think you got Lyme disease. So, you know, <laughs> how, how, <laughs> and, was, and they tested you for it. Was it a relief when you found out, Hey, uh, there's something, there's a reason. It, it was, it was, it was a huge relief, you know, like, and, and the thing was, is like I don't even test positive for it. I'm fifty percent of the people that have it don't test test positive for it. And um, he's like, you know, we're going to try some some uh, antibiotics. He's like, and if you have it, he's like, you will feel noticeably different in a week or two. Oh, wow. And it really was like, it, I mean, symptoms didn't like just vanish, but I started to feel way better. And uh, you know, it was still a struggle. Like I was diagnosed in 2016, uh, like two days before I fought Diego. Uh, so my doctor called me thinking that, he, that I had Lyme disease. Um, it, it was hard, you know, like, I mean, 2016, 2017 were still, even though knowing what I had, I, I still, I still struggled with it. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't easy. You know, it kind of came back to kick my ass at the beginning of 2017 and, you know, dealt with some other shit associated with taking the, the medication. And, um, but, uh, yeah, it was a it was a huge burden off my shoulders, knowing that like okay, well we could we could treat this and um, you know changing my diet and, and kind of changing some of my lifestyle stuff like that and, uh, seems to have helped and you know it kind of just 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 going after it you know like friggin' making having a plan to do a little bit something every day to to, to beat it I think is kind of is helped me and and I feel better. I feel better today than I have in, in, uh, in years. It, it, because, like, Lyme disease, is, they do give you medicine for it besides antibiotics, right? Um, you, you can, yeah. There, there are some things that um, you can do. Like, I, I did some mushroom therapy um, that, uh, that, I, that I think helped me uh, right. a decent amount. You know, I mean, like, the, the problem is it's such, a, it's such a, like a, an individual thing. It affects everybody differently. Um, so it's like... I, 
I mean, wanted to help people. I'm trying to think like, what is the one thing, you know, like that I've done consistently since I found out about it. And, um, yeah, like, the most consistent thing is like work out too, because having oxygenated blood being, being in shape helps you beat it. Yeah. And what about a, a preemptive, like wear tick repellent or some shit? Is that how you yeah, get it? Is yeah. the only way you get it from a tick or no? Yeah, there are there are people that believe that you can get it in other means. I, I'm not sure about that. There's a lot of bro science about it too. Sometimes, from what we know now, I, it's really just tick bite. Um, but uh, there's still like, I mean, there's a lot of. It's not like purposeful, but it's it, there is some misinformation out there. Oh, okay. You know, um, people think that a tick has to be attached for three days, and that's 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 bogus. You know, it just needs to regurgitate into you, really, and uh, that could be pretty quickly. So. And and I want to just let Jimmy know, uh, Jim. I, I want to let Jimmy know that you, Jimmy, just you, just because you can't get Lyme disease like from from sex, you can get other diseases from sex. Oh, I, yeah, I no, want to let, well, I wanna let the know, audience know that too. Well, the regurgitation you know, happens. So <laughs> there, there is a there is a, there are people that that uh, believe that you can sexually transmit it. Oh, okay, and, uh, Jimmy. I'm like you know, my wife at this point would, <laughs> sure. be, you know, like. But it's, uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if there's any science behind it. But there, there are definitely people that believe that. But, well, uh, I hope yeah, that's true. Worst thing you can get. <laughs> I hope that's that's a much better way to get it. Would you rather get it through sex or exactly. a tick? <laughs> yeah, sex. And, and what, every day. <laughs> so, like, because Jimmy, uh, Jim, you you hunt and stuff. So, I mean, oh, chances are, mm-hmm. like, yeah, right? Like a, a, a you got it from a tick? No, I mean, yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm sure I got it from tick. I, I didn't. Um, I assumed that I was bit in 2013. I had a series of, uh, you know, like migraines and, and nausea and stuff like that. Um, but no, now knowing what I know about it, uh, I assume it's when I was bit. It's like mid, mid 2013. But, uh, listen, man, I found more ticks on me in my yard, you know, like wow. friggin', friggin' trimming, trimming my tomato plants and, and, uh, and, and, you know, tending to the garden and stuff like that, and mowing the lawn than I, than I have in the woods. You know, so it's like, well, looks like I'm not getting Lyme disease. I don't do anything. I don't fucking do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I get it put in the garbage out. There you go. Hey, what are you expecting? Uh, are you against Clay Guida? Is, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's the co-main this Saturday, and that's, it's for you, it's a hometown fight, uh, which you have to love. You don't have to go anywhere. Uh, what, what are you expecting out of Clay? Because he's another guy who is never, ever, ever in a boring fight. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm expecting Clay to be Clay. Everybody, everybody knows what he brings to the table. You know, like, uh, he's, he's aggressive, he pushes forward, he uses his wrestling, he controls people. Um, you know, I mean, he, he does throw some decent strikes in there. He's got, he's got a couple, uh, you know, finishes from strikes. He's got a couple finishes from submissions. Um, but he uses his pressure, and, and that's what he does. He overwhelms guys. Um, and, you know, that's, that's what I'm expecting. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to attack. I'm going to get in his face as well, and, and if I have the opportunity to try to slap on a submission, I'm going to go for it as well. And um, You know, it's, I, I expect a, a fast-paced fight that, that could end abruptly um, or it could go the distance and be, you know, it could be one of those memorable ones that, uh, you know, we leave, a, we leave a mark on the canvas and we leave a mark on people's minds because both of us have been in them, and, and I don't think either one of us is going to, you know, uh, shy away if, if if the fight gets tough. Now, do you like fighting in New Jersey? Because I, I know that, like, if I if I do a gig or whatever in Jersey, or then you, the, the advantage is you're home, but the disadvantage is that's where all your family is, and then they all start mm. asking for tickets. And would you <laughs> would you rather fight at home, or is it less headaches uh, on the road? 
Um, you know what? It's it's really the same. Like, I, you know, I'm not staying at home. I'm I'm 50 minutes without traffic to to, to Newark. So, um, yeah, you know, it's cool that it's cool that friends and family and and you know my students and stuff like that are coming out for the fight. Um, but they know at this point that like you know they're not they're not hitting me up for tickets. So um, it's really not that big of a deal. I mean, like Jersey has been kind to me. <laughs> the last few outings, you know, and, and it's, uh, it, you know, it's nothing to do with fighting here or anything like that. It's just the way that it goes. But uh, it it doesn't it doesn't really matter. The weird thing about fighting it and not and not flying, like sometimes I've dealt with flights canceled. I've dealt with bullshit around traveling. Right. But sometimes when you don't fly, when you when I when I don't have to do that, it feels weird. Like fight week, I feel a little bit behind. Um, since I didn't get on a plane, since I didn't, you know, have to deal with all that crap. So, um, but this week it's, everything's on track and, and, uh, it, it feels like it normally does. So, um, you know, you just lock me inside the octagon. Doesn't really matter where I am. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fight. You fought, uh, Frankie Edgar. I'm looking over here back in you. I think you were five mm-hmm. and zero at the time. It was your first loss decision loss back in 2006. Yep. And it, isn't yep. it weird that so many years ago, I mean, he fought last week and you're fighting tonight. I mean, it's, uh-huh. it's amazing the longevity both of you guys have had. It, we've, we've, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy that we've like, we've had, you know, this connection. I mean, we almost, we actually almost wrestled uh, in college. Um, <laughs> and, uh, the, the only time I ever missed weight, we had, uh, we had back to back matches and, uh, I couldn't take off the last quarter pound oh. and, you know, like you, college wrestling, you, you're freaking, you know, you weigh and start, you step on the scale, you're off, you know, if you're overweight, you're overweight. And I was, I was two tenths over and the fight was canceled or the, uh, the match rather, you know, I forfeited and, and, uh, we didn't get to, we didn't get to wrestle. And then it's like, that was in 2003, I believe it was. And then it's like, we meet up, you know, in MMA a few years later and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's crazy. And now, you know, now we're both, uh, you know, been in the UFC for over ten years, and and uh, yeah, it's crazy how we've we've kind of shared uh, a lot together in MMA and like even even then beyond in just competition. Well, Jim, you're a fun guy. You're one of my favorite guys to watch. Um, you know, again, you're just an animal, and uh, it's it's a great fight. You against Clay uh, as the co-main this Saturday. Uh, Colby Covington against Robbie Lawler here in New Jersey. And again, I've t- I, we talked to Robbie earlier. I'm not sure if there's tickets available, but if there are, absolutely go to this because these are both are, are going to be wars. And uh, just great talking to you, man. We'd love to have you on more. Yeah, Jim. All right. Sounds good. All right. I'd love to be on. Take care, man. Say good luck, man. Good luck this Saturday. Thanks. And say hi, to your bro- say hi to your brother for me, Dan. Will do. Will All do, right. man. Later, buddy. All right. See you, buddy. Have a good one. You too. His brother's scrappy as hell, too, yeah. man. Yeah. Joe Miller? His name? You call him Joe? No, it's Dan. Dan Miller. Oh, Dan Miller. Okay, I didn't remember. Put some respect on his name, man. I didn't remember. I'm sorry. Why? I didn't roll in the last couple days. Okay, I just made a mistake. I didn't mean to snap at you. That's okay. I was thinking of Joe Lazone. Okay. Oh, I saw Steve Mays. That's Joe Lazone's. Uh, he was at the thing. He's uh, Joe Lazone's trainer. Yeah, okay. Great guy. I saw. I saw him at the at the uh, the wedding. It felt like a fucking wedding. It was a, like a wedding, a good wedding. It was a party, man. Yeah, yeah Jimmy. Are we going to walk together? Let's walk. All right, Jimmy. Anything else you want to say? Let's plug the uh, the fights. Oh, fuck. Also. We, we didn't do our picks. Oh, wait, is it a fight night? No, it's fight night, yeah. All right, fuck it. I got uh, gigs coming up. I got Ohio. Columbus is coming up the 9th and 10th of August. Timonium, Maryland. Magoobie's Joke House, 16th, 17th. And in September, I have Denver. And then I have uh, 
uh, Toronto. I have Philadelphia coming up. I have New Jersey, New Brunswick coming up. It's a lot of gigs. So go to jimnorton.com if you want to see me live. And if you don't, we all understand. And what if the UFC Unfiltered Army wants to see both of us live doing a live show? I got news. What? I got no news. I made that shit up. Oh. But I want to get people excited. Oh, you want to just start a see buzz. That. I want to start a little buzz. Well done. Uh, thank you, Jimmy. All right, so stay tuned. Enjoy the no, actually, don't stay tuned. But actually, no, stay tuned. But like, create a buzz, people, about wanting to see us live. Yep, big buzz. Is that good? The way I did that. Excellent. All right, bye, Jimmy. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.